It is party time. It's a Monday. I am feeling it. We are here in Studio 22. The mothership, Kayla and Chris, flying us into the nether regions of all things insanity. Tons of things to get into today. Hope you had a good weekend. Oh, my gosh. I wish we were still in the middle of the weekend because uh, the headlines are bleak, folks. I want to get into something a little bit controversial. Kind of maybe just get you thinking right here quickly on a Monday morning because I want to tell you why the world... Most specifically, your world, your American world, has uh, pretty much gone to shit at this point. I'm going to tell you why things have uh, lost their value, why almost everything has lost any sense of importance, uh, any meaning. It's quite simple when you think about it. We've lost the concept, wait for it, of consequences. No one pays any consequences for their decisions anymore. Our idea of justice has been so perverted in the name of ideology and political correctness that individuals are no longer allowed to truly reap what they justly sow. In the name of progress, we allow people to run roughshod over our values and the things that should be honored and respected. When people trample on those things, there are no consequences today. When I was a kid, the idea of stealing a piece of candy or anything from the store was a completely foreign and taboo concept in my mind. As a young boy, I never stole a single thing. You know why? Because I knew that my father would break my ass in half. I knew there would be consequences. Now, I'm not saying that my father didn't love me or that he was in some way abusive. Absolutely not. In fact, the truth is quite the opposite. My father loved me enough to show me the consequences of my bad choices. Now, we no longer spank our children, but instead we've relegated discipline to a timeout concept. Timeout just gives your kids an extra 10 minutes to strategize about the next round of crap they want to do to you. This whole notion of love your kids for who and how they are is wrong. Discipline, folks, is not a bad word. Why don't you try this? Love your children into becoming who they were created to be, men and women who take responsibility, care for their fellow man, and actually make a difference in the world in which they were placed. And let me be clear, I'm not advocating for you to have an opportunity to just beat your children every day. I'm not advising that at all. Discipline and consequences aren't just about corporal punishment and violence. It's about changing a mindset. This is why cancel culture is not a consequence, but it's nothing more than a, than a timeout writ large across modern society for you adults. And we aren't interested in facing opinions or ideas or convictions that we may disagree with, so we just cancel them. We don't want to engage for the purpose of changing a mindset. We just want to hit Control-Alt-Delete and eradicate everything that's different from our way of thinking. We've become a soft society, folks. We've allowed lawlessness into our lives all for the sake of not wanting to look like we're mean. Once upon a time when people broke the law, they were shamed. I'm not personally pushing for us to start back to sticking poor guilty saps in the stocks for public humiliation on the town square. I'm not saying we should burn people at the stake, crucify heretics, or even make someone wear a scarlet letter. But do you think we could at least make people understand that there are humiliating and costly consequences to their stupid actions? Politicians and tax collectors, they were tarred and feathered. Horse thieves were hung from the nearest tree. If someone broke into your house, you shot them dead. That was it. Game over. They came, they hauled the body off, and you went to bed. When King George of England overstepped his bounds in the American colonies, we kicked him and his red coat cronies back across the Atlantic Ocean. Look at today's journalists in the mainstream media. They say and report anything they want without any journalistic objectivity, without any fear of reprisal by the general public. Look at the false courage that's created for the keyboard warrior troll in today's internet age. They can say almost anything they want to say without any fear of reprisal or actual discovery. There's no consequences. No one there to punch them in the throat. 
like they rightly deserve. And in light of all its exposure and exhibitionism, the Internet has actually created an enormous cesspool of anonymity. People just hide there. A whole world where there's no consequences. Now look at the oncoming metaverse where a person can engage in a virtual world and reality. Already they're discussing how to handle inappropriate behavior and even virtual sexual harassment. Yeah, that's what I said, virtual sexual harassment. Get ready, folks. They've created the ultimate world that has no consequences consequences folks i want you to think about it when you hold people to a standard society has the environment whereby it can flourish and succeed we have to remember that crisis moments provide opportunity for growth and progress or in short crisis moments simply provide opportunity that's what it means when we say learn from your mistakes we spend our time trying to find ways to make life as pain-free as possible but instead we're creating greater scenarios of nonsense and chaos we're not willing to enforce embrace or face consequences now i'm not advocating for a zero tolerance of mistakes or bad decisions in society and i'm certainly not saying that we should become without grace but can we please hold ourselves to a higher standard and once again get back to the concept of consequences there's an eye-opening poll out there, according to blazemedia.com. This shows 59% of Democrat voters want unvaccinated people confined at home. 45% want them in designated facilities, and 48% demand fines or imprisonment for anyone who questions efficacy of vaccines. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that's when I say, hold up a second. Hold up a second. Now, now they're, they're actually saying that they want you to be banned from society. They want you to be um, confined. This is according to the Heartland Institute and Rasmussen reports. Uh, over 1,000 U.S. likely voters, they polled on January 5th, and uh, most of the Democrats said, yep, that's what they want. They, want you, they basically want you penalized, 48%. They should find and even imprison anyone who questions the covid 19 vaccines efficacy on social media television radio or in publications well you better start with me i'm ready for that confinement uh because this this is the thing that's driving me at this point to say absolutely not y'all are insane y'all are crazy you're gonna come for me then come for me i mean if this is really the war you want if this is really the fight you're after and i i really don't think you've sat down and counted the cost and looked at the consequences of what you're saying Folks, <laughs> you're not just going to come and start forcing people to have medical procedures in order to function in society. I mean, it's going to get to a point, Chris and Kayla, I don't know, it's going to get to a point where you're not going to be able to do anything. I mean, you won't, you won't be able to get a tank of gas unless you're vaccinated. Well, and Chad, and the thing too about that is, yes, that's what they're saying, but to see it on TV, like people like Joy Reid and then Dr. Lippy Roy, where they're saying that we should have less benefits for the unvaccinated, that alone, that's what people are ingesting <clears throat> in the left. So, like, what do we do? Well, and that's, and that's the thing. Let's talk about what we do, first of all. And, and before people keep saying, no, this is not true, why don't you go ahead and play the Joy Reid clip and let everybody see it? At some point, I feel like people who are willfully unvaccinated, fine, don't get vaccinated. But they need to start to pay a little bit more of the cost of what this is doing to our system. 
there are fines that, that, are, uh, that are levied in places like Germany. Germany has stopped paying for the tests, the virus tests for people who choose to be unvaccinated. They've ended quarantine pay for those without vaccinations. IKEA, the company, is slashing sick pay for unvaccinated UK workers. If you are a smoker, Insurance companies can charge you more. They can charge you a premium up to 50%. And you have to put that on the form when you apply for insurance. At some point, don't we have to make people who are just saying, I'm willing to take the risk to be unvaccinated, take the risk for me and take the risk for everyone I come in contact with. Shouldn't they have to pay more into the system because they are collapsing our health system? They're the ones in the ERs. All right, so, so now do fat people, Joy. You want to use smokers, all right? That's a person who knows the risks, knows the warnings. There are literally years, generations of studies. We know the ramifications and the consequences of what smoking a cigarette consistently, addictively, and habitually will do to your health, all right? We're talking about people who are wanting to maintain their health. People are wanting to take care of their health. You wouldn't apply that same thing to say that the fat chick that's now the model on the cover of Self Magazine or whatever that magazine is, the health magazine that's out there and saying, oh, well, now we've been shaming people from going to the gym and all, all, all. You've seen the cover. This is the kind of, and we're going to start taking our policy and we're going to start trying to create how we're going to function in America based off of what Germany's doing to its citizens. Get the F out of here. I mean, are you kidding me? Get out of here with this nonsense. We're going to base what we're doing off of Germany's standards. Germany is now penalizing its citizens for not getting a medical procedure. And by the way, the hospitals are not filled with the unvaccinated. It's the vaccinated. It's the people who have got the juice and the boost. They're the ones. You're going to tell me that Ikea, oh, really, I'm going to base my health decisions off of what a company out of Sweden, Ikea, is going to choose to do with its employees. I mean, really, listen to yourself, Joy Reid. You're a clown show. This is a clown show. And I had a guy, I'm telling you, uh, I had a guy the other day who, who we were at a campaign event, and he asked a question. He raised his hand. He said, basically, um, we got a lot of guns. Why are we going to keep playing with these people? At what point in time? And this is what he said. He said, at what point in time do we get permission to fight back? I said, well, the thing about freedom is you don't need permission. Yeah, you don't need permission. Now, I'm not advocating for violence. Nobody ever, ever in their right mind advocates for violence. But if you come at me, you approach me with violence. And what Joy Reid is saying, that's violent talk. You're going to start, you're going to take, you're going to take benefits from me and my family. You're going to make it where I can't operate in civil society. I can't operate in a free market. I can't move about the country freely. I can't go out there and, and provide a, 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 um, a salary. I can't provide income. I can't provide provision. I can't provide food and shelter. I can't provide for my family. That's violence being enacted on me. So now what am I going to do? What are the consequences? Because I think all of these blathering, fat-ass, fuck talking heads like Joy Reid, who has never sweated a day in her fat-ass life to provide anything, all she does is flaps her fat fucking face and talks to the American public like she's an expert on anything. You know what? Let me do this real quick. I want to just Google something. Joy Reid 
expertise. Here we go, folks. Google's going to let it out. You know what Joy Reid's done in her life? Not a f***ing thing. But you're going to tell me and you're going to tell the American public that I can't function, that I can't operate in civil society, that I can't, as an American, determine my own destiny and future, that you're going to legislate how I operate? Joy Reid. Hmm. Joy Reid. She's a correspondent, a liberal political commentator. Oh, she was on The Hollywood Reporter. That gives her all of the all of the background right there. Uh, She was born in Brooklyn. She started being a quote unquote journalist in 1997. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out where she suddenly became a virologist, where she became a sociologist, where she determined who's going to get locked down, who's going to get quarantined, who's going to have to mandate, who's going to have to be mandated, who's going to have to socially distance, who's going to have to mask up. When did Joy Reid? At what point in time did we start depending on Joy Reid or any other talking puppet at MSNBC to dictate American policy? God. Consequences. Where are the consequences? People like that that run their mouth need to be slapped in the face with consequences. You have no idea the bear that you're poking. My God in heaven, you are you that brain dead? Are you that stupid? Are you that dull? Are you that socially unaware to understand that there are Americans out here who bust their ass to make sure that America works properly, driving down the road, working the fields, growing the crops. I mean, my God in heaven, the Americans that are out there working their tails off for Joy Reid, who's going to turn around and claim to be oppressed because she's a person of color. You know what this is? is? What this is? This is a person like Joy Reid and all these other people who have that sense of superiority because they've marginalized themselves as an oppressed group of people. And now they're going, to get their, they're going to get their revenge on you. Now they've found some people to oppress themselves. And they're using their political place of power and platform to be able to speak out about taking your freedom. Because you know what? At the end of the day, this is just human. That's just the human race. That's how we do. We f*** each other. That's what we do. We try to find ways to f*** each other. How's that? Bleep the whole damn show at this point, Chris. I, don't, I mean, I'm so sick of this. What are the consequences? Uh, hey, I tell you, mm, patriots, it's time to rise up. It's time to rise up, time to speak out. We're going to get deplatformed. We're going to get canceled. You know why? Because they don't want to deal with the consequences. But the consequences are coming. Whew. Hey, I want to take a moment thank Patriot Mobile for their support. Uh, we'll see if they keep advertising on this show. Pretty fired up, Chris. Uh, whether it's this show or the conservative host, uh, Turning Point CPAC, March for Life, these guys are always there supporting all of it because they're fully in the trenches with us. That's why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile, America's only conservative cell phone provider out there. They want, they want, uh, they want you to partner with them as well. Uh, They offer a broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as the major carriers, so you get the same great nationwide coverage, plus the peace of mind that your money isn't supporting the left. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran first responder heroes. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash Chad, call 972-PATRIOT, get the free activation with the offer code CHAD, 
I spell it, Chad. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make the switch today. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad, 972-PATRIOT. Use promo code CHAD. We'll be right back. Hey, I get fired up. What can I say? Um, it's just the way it goes. And I'm pretty fired up. Pretty fired up. Now, what we do, what we do is we have to make them feel the consequences. Stop going to Starbucks. All right. So my friend, my friend, my friend, John Ford Coley. All right. Great musician, very popular uh, England Dan, John Ford Coley. They were hit makers back in the late 70s, early 80s. John Ford Coley texted me the other day from Nashville. He was just here in Texas, and he went into a Starbucks, and he was carrying, all right, which means he had a gun on his hip. He was carrying. Uh, He has the right to go into a business in the state of Texas uh, carrying. Uh, Starbucks does not have anything posted there that says you can't carry. It's not a 51% establishment. Uh, they ask him to leave Texas. They asked him to leave because he made them feel uncomfortable. Well, he left, but again, they didn't have the right to do that. So, so these are little things. They want to come at you. They want to violate your rights. Stop going and stop giving them their patron, your patronage. Stop doing business with them. Stop doing business with them to the degree that we, I mean, look, Here's the thing. It's going to get to a point where we look at all the social media platforms and just be like, screw it. Screw it. We'll all just, you know, and, and the thing is, what I figured out with the social media platforms, like I tell people, I say, get on You Do Social or get on Free Space and follow me there or follow me on, on all these other deals. These ones that are independently owned by people I actually know, like free speech is free. Uh, it, you know, You Do is actually a paid service. Or I tell you to subscribe to Blaze Media, right? Because I want you to get with these independent broadcasters and actually put your money where your mouth is because, let's face it, the Facebooks of the world and all the others that we could list off, the Twitters, blah, 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 they're going to keep hammering you. I'm sitting here with a computer in my lap right here, bam. And during the break, I'm having to fill out political disclaimers just to be able to run stuff on Facebook in the middle of a campaign. It's insane, all right? So at some point in time, we're going to have to say, you know what? That's it. We're done. We're finished with you. So, <laughs> um, you know, at what point in time are we going to do that kind of thing? And, what, and I get it. You want to be on a platform where everybody, you, you got the chance for Don Trump Jr. to retweet you or something like that. That's fun. That's exciting. Woohoo! That's great. But come on, man. We're playing games. Social media has just put us closer to people that we feel are important, gives us an opportunity to have that. And I talk about it in my book, Am I Crazy? It gives us a false sense of fame. It gives us a false sense of authority. There's no consequences to the things we say. We just put it out there and there you go. But folks, these people are not out to help you. They don't like you. They don't want you to succeed. Are you familiar? So I want you guys to check this out and do your own research. Go to Deagle.com, D-E-A-G-E-L.com, Deagle.com. Deagle.com is is kind of a government website. I don't think they're affiliated with any government, but they take a look at government spending, especially in the area of uh, aeronautics and aviation. So if the Russians start making a new fighter jet, they report on this stuff. But they have population projections 
on Deagle.com. So you go and you look at the U.S. It says the U.S. has 313 million people living in the country. They estimate by 2025, 100 million people decline. And I'm like, at what point in time are we going to look at this craziness and, and see these statistics and be like, really, you're predicting that 100 million people are going to die or just disappear in America in the next three years? I, listen, it's out there. This stuff is weird. They don't like you. They don't, the people don't, they don't, the media doesn't like you. The government doesn't like you. They don't want to help you. They're out to enslave you. They're out to keep you down. Before I forget about it, just go ahead and play that, uh, play that uh, Lippy Roy clip real quick and I'll get back to the point. There are many um, possible interventions that we can impose on the people who choose to continue to choose to be unvaccinated, uh, increase insurance premiums, yeah. um, creating uh, a, a list or a triage list. So when people come to the hospital, maybe one of the first questions we ask is, um, are you vaccinated? And then that will direct yeah. them towards a certain type of care because we already do that. I can guarantee you when a patient comes in shortness, shortness of breath, like my dad, he got hospitalized three times the past two years with short of breath but related to his congestive heart failure causing pulmonary edema the first question they ask almost every time is are you a smoker um i mean yeah. he's not and it didn't d uh, direct the care but these are there are several things that we can do i mean what she's wearing a fauci t-shirt first of all so no that i'm sure she's unbiased and completely objective but yeah that's what they're going to do they're going to categorize you and then they're going to direct you to a certain place to get a certain type of care because you're unvaccinated. So they're going to triage you if you're unvaccinated. Now, imagine doing this, <clears throat> asking a person if they've had a flu shot. You're going to come in there and you're, and you're like, you know what? I've got, I got, you know, I got a cough. I've got a stuffy head. I've got all this stuff. I've got a fever. Okay, well, have you had a flu shot? No? Okay, well, we're going to treat you differently. It's the flu. You, you would treat them for the flu. If a person comes in with coronavirus or COVID, why, how are you going to treat them differently if they've had or haven't had a vaccine? How do you treat that differently? It's the same condition. But you're going to do that on the basis of a medical classification, the haves versus the have-nots. And we're actually going to marginalize the have-nots. This is what Lippy Roy or whatever her name is is saying, that, that unvaccinated Americans... They're just going to be put on a different list. I mean, my God. Oh, and by the way, after you get through in the tent, get on the train, and we're going to take you to a camp. This is stupid. Uh, th this kind of stuff. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. I love Salt Lake City. I, I enjoy visiting Salt Lake City. I love going over there. It's a beautiful city. Beautiful people. Kind of weird, but I like it. They want the National Guard to bar unvaxxed Americans from going anywhere. This is Salt Lake City. This isn't, this isn't Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that's right. The Salt Lake City Tribune. Uh, Utah governor should use the state's National Guard to bar unvaxxed Americans from leaving their homes in the name of COVID-19 safety. Huh. Keep poking the bear. Keep poking the bear. I mean, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not going to use the National Guard to stop hundreds of thousands, even millions of unvaxxed illegal aliens from coming into the nation at our southern border. But we're going to make sure the good citizens of Salt Lake City are locked down and sealed in their homes. Yeah.
This op-ed, it blamed both Republicans and Democrats, even Joe Biden. Joe Byron! For acquiescing to supposed misinformation or enacting inadequate policies that could not slow the spread of COVID-19. Oh, I, so now, now the uh, editors at the Salt Lake City Tribune, they're experts. They know all about how to shut down the pandemic. Uh, they, they, uh, the result, the paper surmised that we are all, that we are free, all right, free to fend for ourselves, to watch our children lose weeks, months, and more of their precious educational opportunities, to wonder whether it's safe to go to work or to the store, to sporting events, to see businesses close, uh, or one of employees, a lack of customers. Um, okay. So you, here's your options, folks. Here's your options, Salt Lake City and everybody else that's listening. Here's what you could do. Uh, you can get a cold and call it the Omicron. Or you can go get a vaccine, a quote-unquote vaccine. You can get three or four boosters. You can potentially risk having myocarditis or whatever. You can risk your face falling off with Bell's palsy. You can risk having a stroke or a heart attack. You could, you, could, you could risk having a miscarriage. You could risk having child uh, birth defects. You could have your children getting sick. You could be a professional athlete, drop dead. But you could go get your vaccine, and at the end of the day, guess what? Still get a cold called the Omicron. Because no matter whether you've been vaccinated or not, folks, wake up to this. You're going to get it. You've already gotten it. You've had it. Everybody on the globe is going to have the Omicron variant of the COVID virus. Everybody. You're all getting it cold. Congratulations. Have some soup. Enjoy. But this lockdown nonsense and punishment of people who have chosen not to go get a, quote, cold vaccine is stupid and asinine. It's not American. It's not American, but this is the point. And Chris, we've seen this. We've said this forever. This is the point. People are willing to give up their freedom. They don't value it. They don't believe in it because they've never known any consequences to giving it up. But it's coming. It's coming because here's the damn thing, guys. If they, if they can't get you for the vaccine, let's say you went out and you fully complied. You got your vaccine. You got 97,000 boosters. You're wearing 14 masks and you're walking 10 feet from everybody. They're still going to find a reason to come after you. If it ain't for COVID, it'll be for something else because they're not interested in your well-being. They don't care about your welfare. If they'll marginalize me, then damn it, they'll marginalize you too. I'm not vaccinated. I have no intention of getting vaccinated. Don't want it. Just don't believe it would work well for me. Just don't think that's where I'm going to go. You want to get it? Go get it. I shouldn't have to say that. I'm not anti-anything, but I am anti-mandates and a damn certainly anti-classification of human beings to the point where we're going to cost them their lives and their livelihoods. Hey, all you parents out there, you want your kids to have good, wholesome entertainment, maybe even learn some things along the way. Annie's Kit Clubs makes it easy to give your kids fun and interactive projects to keep their minds working and their hands-off devices. Their newest club, Genius Box, is a great way to encourage their curiosity and introduce them to different STEM fields. Each month, your young scientists are going to get a new box full of three hands-on activities that explore themes like geology, chemistry, aerodynamics, and a whole lot more. It's perfect for all kids, all ages, 7 to 12. I wish we could have had Genius Box when my kids were little but um listen th these are a lot of funds and the parents are going to have fun doing it with your kids as well 
You got a top secret mission envelope in every box. It's going to walk your kids through amazing projects like designing a hovercraft, examining fossils, or building robots. Your kids are going to have so much fun. <coughs> they're not even going to realize they're learning. So go to annieskitclub.com slash Chad. Save 50% off your first box. That's Annie's Kit, K-I-T, clubs.com slash Chad. Annie's Kit, clubs.com slash Chad. Be right back. All right, we are back. So many things going on in the world. Hey, so here's a question for you. Do you remember back in the days of yore when Canadians were considered to be the politest people in the world except for whenever they were playing hockey? (laughs) It was a stereotype so well known that we all made jokes about it. Now, don't pretend you didn't. We know. We know they were so, so nice. There were even movies about it, such as the 1995 John Candy movie Canadian Bacon. Well, I don't know if the people themselves have collectively collectively kept their Dudley do-right demeanor, their do-no-harm and practice charm, their meek and mild manneristic milieu, but I know their legal system sure as hell has it. In the province of Quebec, uh, <laughs> pronounced Quebec, for all of those you still think French is a relevant language, a father has been barred from seeing his 12-year-old child by a judge with the distinctly Francophilic name of Jean-Sebastien Valancourt, who sounds like he just stepped out from under the Eiffel Tower while eating a baguette, smoking a cigarette, and painting a landscape portrait all at the same time. Now, the father was asking for an extra day with his child over the holidays. Not an uncommon thing to ask for. And when the mother said no, it ended up in Canadian court, whereupon this deleterious douchebag decided to go the full Monty and ban him from seeing the child altogether because he doesn't have the blah blah but there's more guess what the judge used to determine that his ruling was a good idea he used the man's facebook posts about the blah blah which spoke of his reservations about the blah blah in fact this dude claimed that despite said reservations he was still acting in accordance with the law and mostly staying in his house and those laws, by the way, uh, listen, folks, we've got it. We got it good in this country. We really do, at least for now, compared to the hosers from the north. As of, as of this month, residents in Quebec will be forced to show their proof of blah, blah in order to buy liquor and cannabis. And soon they're going to need it to enter non-essential businesses such as personal care service retailers. In other words, if you don't want to get the jab, you may as well just brick your own ass up in your house and hope that someone will be willing to throw some food down the chimney once in a while. Now back to the story. This man is now facing the prospect of not being able to see his child at all because of something he believes. And by the way, the child is blah, blah. So I don't know what any ever-loving hell is wrong with these people. I realize that this is outside the purview of an American justice way of thinking of things, again, at least for now. But how different can Canadian law really be when it comes to the most fundamental of things, which is a parent's relationship with his child? Folks, if this isn't a stern wake-up call, I don't know what is. Because if the left can worm its way so far into Canadian politics that it's able to pull a piece of crap move like this, then they certainly can do it here. And they will. Mark my words. It won't be long before you're hearing stories like this on our end of the border. Um, Maybe it won't happen with COVID because Omicron seems like it's raining on their tyrannical parade a little bit, but it will be with something. It will be. 
Do not believe that the leftist agenda will just wash down the gutter along with the rabid fear of COVID once it dies down. They're after your kids because they're after their hearts and minds, which means you have to get their hearts and minds first. It's not a choice, folks. It's your job. Now, what we're going to see happen, guys, is we're going to see this Omicron variant is it the thing's going to start to diminish right the 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 fear of of being shut down i i know all the things that i've been saying the joy reads the the you know the lippy roys all these things are saying oh we're going to quarantine people to classify people but just just mark my word here's what's going to happen by and large they're going to start diminishing how deadly anything is. They're, they're, and again, I don't think it is deadly. When you got a 99.8% survival rate of any of this, uh, you know, the people who die are obese, they smoke, they have a pre existing chronic condition, they have HIV or AIDS. Uh, these kind of things are what leads to the, uh, the deaths in COVID, okay? Just statistical fact. That's not me being mean. I'm just telling you, that's statistical fact. That's what you get. But they're going to start diminishing this, and they're going to be like, oh, you know what? If you've gotten vaccinated, it's not going to be bad at all. The symptoms are going to be mild, which, again, if I'm a conspiracy theorist, I'm going to think that they actually, big brothers out there, releasing the Omicron, which is mild, in order to prove to the world, quote unquote, that the uh, the vaccine, the blah, blah, actually makes this milder. So they release a milder form of the virus so that you're so that they say, see, if you think how bad it would be if you hadn't gotten juiced and boosted. Now. That being said, that being said. The reason they're going to make it mild and make sure that it's communicated as being mild is the midterm elections are coming up. They want to make sure that everybody out there has their opportunity to get out and vote. They know that Joe Byron, Kamala Harris are a joke. They know that the left has destroyed this country. And they know that the pendulum is going to swing. People are tired of this. Look, they don't want to hear about 50% of Democrat voters wanting you to be quarantined or closed off or confined because you haven't been blah blah so we know that there's a good chance that the House and the Senate here in the U.S. is probably going to flip red, very much so, maybe overwhelmingly so, in 2022. So they want to make sure that, uh, that the Democrats, the lefties, get out there and vote. And there's no fear when you go out there and do it. So they'll use it to continue the mail-in voting, uh, the ballot drop boxes, all of these other things which should not be in existence. They'll continue to do that. And uh, but they'll make it as easy as possible for people to get out there and do that, except for those of you on the right, because those of you on the right, those of you who tend to be the people who lean towards medical freedom and anti mandates and vaccine choice. And uh, they're going to keep making sure that you remain restricted. So they got to make sure that if you don't have that little passport on your phone, that little barcode. That you can't function in free society. You can't function in American society. You got to be penalized. You got to be marginalized. You got to be confined. They'll make it harder and harder for you to get out and vote. Just trust me, the midterm elections, folks, they are coming. But in a note of good news, Governor Yunkin, Virginia, he signed 11 orders on day one in office, including the uh, CRT ban. 
investigating Loudoun County officials. We've got that clip. Uh, play that clip real quick if we can, his inauguration speech. Do we have that one about the parents? Okay. I didn't mean to throw you a curveball there. Do it. Parents should have a say in what is taught in schools. They should have a say in what's being taught in schools because in Virginia, parents have a fundamental right to make decisions with regard to their child's upbringing, education, and care. To parents, I say we respect you and we will empower you in the education of your children. There you go. I like that. It sounds about like something we've been saying here on this show. Um, I'll go one further. Now, Ralph Northam, uh, who is the exiting governor of Virginia, Mr. Blackface himself, uh, he had an interview with MSNBC. He had a response to this whole thing as far as Glenn Youngkin and CRT. Play that clip. The critical race theory is, is nothing more than a, a dog whistle. Okay. Um, we don't teach critical race theory. It's not a part of our curriculum uh, in K through 12 schools. What it also says, and perhaps more importantly, is that, that anger and fear are very strong emotions. And, you know, I think their campaign was a lot based on that, was out there provo- provoking fear and, and anger in people, and, and they responded to it, and, and the rest is history. Anger and fear. Now, I saw a social media comment on one of my videos, Chris, one of the clips that you posted, the one we did last week about fear and how fear controls people. And a guy said, this, this is rich coming from a guy who, only, who makes a living off of selling fear. And I said, well, please tell me a good example of me selling fear. I want you, I want specific, because the last thing I do, I mean, I got a whole brand called Freedom Over Fear. You've seen the t-shirts. I don't believe in operating in fear. I believe in acting proactively, and I believe in getting ahead of these things culturally and making sure that you don't have to operate because of fear. See, right now, they're telling you, you can't, Go eat. You can't go to the movies. You can't operate in public society. You can't transact business unless you've got your little uh, barcode. You got to have your vaccine passport. So, so they're telling you you can't even feed your family. You can't even keep a job unless you go out and get a medical procedure. To me, my friend, that is selling fear. So stick that in your black face pipe and smoke it. We'll be right back. All right, folks, I, uh, I want to remind you guys, we're out there. Go to Prather2022.com. It's real talk, folks. I'm done playing the uh, political games out there. There needs to be some consequences. People need to be held accountable. Visit Prather2022.com. Donate when you can. Go to WatchChad.com. That's where all of the uh, fun stuff is. I've got uh, got a governor debate tonight in, in Denton, Texas, then Bryan College Station on Wednesday night We've uh, at the uh, Hilton Hotel and Conference Center. There in College Station, going to be a uh, another governor debate there, and then a uh, bunch of other stuff. Going to be in Tyler, Texas, on Friday night, and uh, that's going to be at the Holiday Inn, Tyler. Another gubernatorial cam- campaign. I think we've got like half a dozen more of these because then we go to Corpus Christi, then we're going back out to Midland, Texas. So these are all candidate forums that Greg Abbott refuses to participate in, 
And uh, But then uh, if you want to go have some fun with us on the 27th, going to be at District 249 there in Tomball, Texas, District 249. Check it out. Uh, more information, watchchad.com. Go find it where all the fun stuff is. Uh, my gosh, dude. I just, I'm, just, I'm just going over my head with all these things of consequences and how we just lack consequences. We don't hold people accountable to the things they say and do. Um, not the least of which is all this stuff you show me on TikTok. Chris, you got a TikTok? Let me see that sucker. So, now what plans are Should we go out and do something for the weekend? I mean, the new Spider-Man movie's coming out. Oh, that is true. Can I, um, Lovelock? Great idea. <laughs> hey, two tickets to Spider-Man, please. Sure thing. I just see the vaccination certificates first, please. Of course. Here you go. Um, my parents haven't let me get vaccinated yet. I mean, you're over 14. You don't actually need to get their permission. I don't. Want to go do it now? Go on a So if I understand this uh, Australian baloney, that was Australian, right? Yeah. I can't understand those kind of accents. Uh, if I understand this right, it's two girlfriends, I guess. Yeah. And, they're, and they're going in, they're going to go somewhere, and one's showing the vaccine passport, and the other one doesn't have one. And so the girlfriend says, did she should say her age? Says you're 14, you can get it. Yeah. And so she takes her to the clinic to go get it. What level of propaganda are we willing? I mean, how far are you willing to go at this point to have this propaganda thrown at you and and your children? I mean, yeah, this is Australia, but that's okay. I mean, they're doing it here too. This is the same mindset. Bro, I just at some point in time, I'm telling you, I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you what I want you guys to do. Uh, what was that old Stephen King show with uh, Christopher Walken? Uh, Christopher Walken, and then it had Anthony Michael Hall, who was in the thing. It, it, they, it was the old show where he would go into the trance and he could kind of see the future. Do you remember that show? I'll look it up during the break. Uh, but it was a, it was a um, back in I think '93. There was an episode, Dead Zone, Dead Zone. Go back and check it out. There was an episode, and I think it was Anthony Michael Hall one, not the Christopher Walken. I don't, I don't know who you are, but I think it was, it was called The Plague. And the episode was all about something called a coronavirus. Interesting stuff. Chris, we might have to pull some clips on that in the days ahead. But there's some stuff out there. See, see the CIA... They telegraph. See, everything that's on the movies, everything on television, everything. See, it has to be approved by the CIA before it ever gets to you, public consumption. See, they're telegraphing all along the way. They're telegraphing the way the future is going to be, folks. You see this stuff like this on TikTok telling you this is what's coming. This is where it's at. Call me crazy. I'm losing my mind, but I ain't this crazy. I might be telling you the truth. We'll be right back. 
Hey, folks. You know you can uh, you can get upset with me for getting upset, but that's okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep getting upset. I'm gonna keep fighting out. I'm gonna keep speaking out and talking about it. And I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna do it unapologetically. That's just the way I'm wired. Because, folks, we're in a fight. We're in a fight. Uh, show your support. Go to chadonblaze.com and uh, get your new T-shirt. Taxation is theft. You can also sign up chadnude.com and leave us a rating and review where you can. We love y'all. God bless you. Tomorrow's Tuesday. We're gonna be here with you. See you then. Bye.